<laughs> Welcome in, everybody, to All Pro Lines, football comedy talk. That's what we do here. I am your host, Kostaki Economopoulos. Very much appreciate your attendance here with us. We have a lot to discuss, as always, the weekend that was in the NFL. Our guest, Andreas Economopoulos. No relation. That would be weird, right? Uh, just found him. Just found another kid named Economopoulos. Thought I'd have him on. Uh, he'll be here in a little bit. Uh, I want to start by saying uh, thank you to Acme Comedy Company and the people of Minneapolis. I just got back. Acme is uh, what a pleasure. My goodness. I mean, it's kind of known to be one of the best clubs in the country by comics and by the industry for years and years and years. And Man, it checks every box. It's got an owner that's that's like a real legit mensch who loves comedy. He's like my uncle. He took me to this great lunch and we talked shop for two hours. And he's been so supportive of my career from the very beginning. And uh, I've been going there for like 27 years or some crazy thing. And it's back. That club really struggled with the pandemic. And Lewis spent a lot of money out of his pocket to keep that place alive. But this week it was thriving. We did, I did six shows Wednesday to Saturday, Saturday being New Year's. Well over 200 a show. We probably put 14, 1500 people through that club this week. And they're smart and cool and easygoing and no heckle problems and low ceiling and stone walls and good sound. And they got built in video equipment for clips. I'll be posting a lot of clips. Uh, I'm working on all the divorce chunk and some of the other news, new jokes. It was really a pleasure. Uh, I was giving them a hard time about their Vikings. Uh, the food is good. The hotel is good. It's walkable. The other comics, are, I mean, it's just it's a dreamy place to be a comic. So thank you to Acme. Thank you to Minneapolis. So on the plane, on the way home, I have a, uh, I fell asleep because it was New Year's Day. I was up late running around with the staff after two shows uh, New Year's entertain the people. I love working New Year's. People are like, do you mind working New Year's? No, I, it's my one of my favorite things. It's the biggest night in stand-up comedy. It pays between two and five X, depending on where you are. Uh, and I don't have any kind of warm, fuzzy. I need to be home about New Year's. New Year's feels like you're supposed to be out kind of night. I love being a comic, and uh, I try to work it every year. It's uh, it's always been a pleasure. Not always been a pleasure. Sometimes they're a little bit amateurry. The audiences, right? You know what I'm talking about? They're people who need a thing to go out to that don't usually go to a comedy show. Sometimes you get that. I didn't get that this week. This week we had some great crowds. Uh, but sometimes you get that. Um, so I was a little tired. Slept on the plane. It's Sunday now, right? I'm flying home. I got to write jokes. So I'm like, okay, let's get the... I had my laptop. I had my phone. I was struggling to get on the Wi-Fi. I'm on the plane for three plus hours. The Wi-Fi didn't work on the laptop. All of a sudden, it finally worked after several tries on the phone. So I put the laptop away, did the thing, wrote the jokes, worked on the thing, posted a few things, talked about some plans, got back, still a little groggy, get in the Uber, do all the stuff, get home, open the bag, no laptop, left the laptop by my feet in seat 25G. Flight 0920, I found out all the details because I had to track it around and it was a nightmare and I was scared and nervous and I'll, post, I'll save you some of the details, but I eventually got it back after lots of phone calls and two trips down to LAX. They found it for me. They got it for me. I'm good. But 
Don't leave your laptop on the airplane. It's bad. It creates a lot of problems for your life. I found out. I do one of these extra dumb things. I don't know. Once a year or so. It's not even that I do it and that it's inconvenient. It's that I feel dumb. It's like, what are you doing? Just get your shit together and simplify your life, you idiot. So I got it back. Everything's fine. All right, we got a few people in here. Hello, Marge says, a flower and a picture. Yay, these are both gifts. The flowers are from Marge. My mom sent uh, this beautiful, mom, what are these flowers? Post that in the thing, I'll tell the people, because Tom's going to want to know in the morning too. Um, she basically set the pot with the bulbs in it, and then the little kid's been watering it and been excited. She went crazy when she came in today and saw this. This has been a really fun adventure. Um and I got a picture from Tom Griswold is a lunatic and sent me a framed picture of pictures of him and me, our faces in sort of an Andy Warhol-esque low rent operation. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Pretty funny gift to open from Tom Griswold. <laughs> Hello to Jerry Oliver. Heather. Yeah, it was great shows. Uh Thanks for jumping in here, guys. It's good to see you. Andreas is on deck. I want to tell you a couple more things. Uh, I am wearing my University of Georgia hat. The Bulldogs, I went on stage and they were down 11 points in the fourth quarter. And when I got, I just turned my phone off. I didn't ask during the show for anybody to update me. I just wanted to focus on being a good comic. It was New Year's after all. There's an important show to just shut up and be funny that's the one so i did that and when i came off stage i was like fingers crossed turn the corner into the bar tv confetti coming down and georgia bulldogs players running amok it was the i was so happy to see it it was such a relief so that has complicated my life too in a very nice way uh a couple of my buddies have booked flights to LA already. They're coming. They're going to stay in here. And I've got to see if I can get Monday free myself. And then we got to scramble and see if we're going to buy tickets. And that's something I want to ask. Uh, we'll ask the peanut gallery here. We'll ask Andreas too. It looks like the tickets right now are between $700 and $1,000 each. Seems high. Seems like a lot to see a football game. Is it crazy for me to go with them to the tailgate and be there for three hours and get drunk and then walk and play poker while they're at the game and then come back and meet them for the celebration or the or the sad red and black tears with the horn frogs running amok? <laughs> whatever that whatever happens. Um I don't know. That's that's the I mean, I don't mind spending a little I got some money now. Finally, I'm kind of somewhat financially stable i could do it but i don't want to that seems like a crazy number uh heather guest amaryllis and marge answered amaryllis nice job heather all right we got plenty of other things we could do let's do a few quick uh, plugs when i was in minneapolis uh one of the guys uh said that he was looking at my stuff for the interview uh i did the podcast up there and <laughs> and he he noted that uh, my fee on Cameo is $49 and Buff Bagwell is on Cameo and his fee is $50. So save yourself a buck and get someone who's a nice person to uh, say hello to your dad. <laughs> okay. 
Buff Bagwell, who you may or may not remember, was a professional wrestler who went to my high school. And he was, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to judge somebody from a distance, but he was an asshole. He was an asshole to everyone I knew and to me personally in one particular hilarious event. Uh, maybe he grew out of it, try to give a guy benefit of the doubt, but Jesus, what a terrible human being when I knew him. Uh, what's help, help me pronounce this name? R Y N E. Is that Ryan? Rinny? I like Ryan. Ryan Mamula. What a cool name. Should give Chick McGee more crap on his Washington football team. Yeah, we will. We'll definitely do that. That's one of my hobbies. The good news for Chick is that he's let go a little bit of that team. He's just enjoying football. I didn't think he would ever do that. Seems impossible. Um, all right. Underdog Fantasy. I'm wearing the shirt. They're the sponsor. I'm so excited. We got a real, you know, like this is a super cool company. And they're, uh, we're, we got a little partnership going on. Go to underdogfantasy.com. And when you uh, put, make your first deposit, if you use the promo code ALLPROLINES, just those words with no spaces, ALLPROLINES, it's, it's our promo code for all of our sponsors, um, then uh, they'll, they'll hook you up with an extra 100 bucks. basically. They'll match whatever you put in up to $100. So you put in 40 it's 80 You put in, ah, this is fun. We, we could do this all day. You put in 82 it's, ah, it's too hard. All right, 164 They'll, they'll match whatever you do. You can put in 500 and it'll be 600 It's nice. You get an extra 100 bucks. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and you can bet tiny. You can bet teeny, tiny little bets. You can bet big, fat bets. You can bet long shot bets. You can bet bets that are likely to come in. They got a lot of cool stuff. It's mostly prop stuff. And they also have the coolest setup where you can do actual little mini fantasy drafts for the weekends coming up. Uh, you can play against real players who have drafted other players that, you know, in the... Uh, it's... I've never seen anything like that. That part is super cool. Uh, what are the other plugs? Gigs. Kostaki Economopolis. I'm back for a few days. And I'm headed to Indiana. I'm doing Terre Haute and uh, Lafayette this coming weekend. I'm looking forward to that uh, as it sits now. Hey, James Shaman jumping in here. Happy New Year, my man. Happy New Year to you, brother. Thanks for coming. He's uh, one of my radio guys. He came to see me in Minneapolis, and we hung around and drank some beers. And had a good time and caught up. Bart Chapman, pulling for Georgia. Thanks, man. He's, Bart says he'll do cameo if I if you can get me to sing. Oh shit, forty nine dollars. That's a pretty low price to get me to sing. I guess I have to say yes. You don't want me to sing. You want me to make fun of your team. That's really what I have skills at. <laughs> All right, we didn't even do jokes. I've just been yammering. Okay, let's do a few jokes and then we'll bring in Andreas. Uh, oh, I got to do the thing with the thing. Yeah. Wow. wow. I was looking at all the messages. I wasn't prepared to do the. All right, here we the go. The two minute drill. I was in Minneapolis all week, and by the end of the week, I, every show, I was making fun of the Vikings fans even more and more. It was so interesting to be there because there's never been a team this good with a fan base so hesitant to embrace them. They've won 12 games. There's nobody close in the division, right? And they're just like, uh, they just don't believe. It's really interesting. They've had so many years of it not working out. Vikings fans are like an abused animal at this point, right? 
This season, they have 11, they're 11 and 0 in one score games. This season is a big, fat, juicy steak, and you're like handing it to a dog, and the, and the fans are like, uh, I don't know. This is going to end in me being beaten, right? And they were right. The Packers beat the shit out of them in the very next game. New Year's Eve, the ball dropped. New Year's Day, the Vikings dropped the ball. 12 and 4, the Vikings. But on the season, they've been outscored by their opponents by 19 points. They're 12 and 4, and they have scored fewer points than their opponents. It is a fascinating construct. Usually, keep winning like that despite losing overall. You got to be a congressman in a gerrymandered district. It's got to be set up just right. The Vikings look great, but they're hollow inside. They're kind of like a chocolate Santa, right? Or a Kardashian. Like a little, there's not much after the. It's no coincidence that purple is the color you turn after getting beaten. I'm just saying. The Vikings are huge front runners, and yet they seem suspiciously like they're going to lose when it counts. Who's the coach? Hillary Clinton? What's happening with the Vikings? The Packers are back. We left them for dead, right? So much so that Kayvon Thibodeau was doing snow angels next to them. We thought they were completely... What is he doing? Did you? I know you saw this clip. Kayvon Thibodeau celebrated a sack on Nick Foles. Nick Foles is writhing in pain. Thibodeau is literally right next to him doing snow angels, actually touching him while doing celebratory. This week, Tavon's headed to the Vatican. He's going to do some snow angels next to the Pope uh, after stopping by Barbara Walters' funeral. So that's good. The NFL is going to have two Saturday games this week. Three if you count the Colts, who are coached by a Saturday. And they will have already lost by Friday. But what's happening with the Colts? Is it time to put them in the Big Ten? Should we, should we send them to the glue factory? They say if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. The Colts have three. By the math, that's minus one quarterbacks. All right, follow this. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan. Three years in a row, the Colts figured out who the 23rd best quarterback in the world is. And they went out and got that guy. I got two words for you, Colts fans. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> you could substitute Derek Carr in this joke, if you like. Or Russell Wilson. There's a few. Mike White. There's a few of these. At this point, going to Indy to play quarterbacks, like being a girl in the horror movie who goes to check something in the basement. Like, please don't open the door. Don't go down. What are you doing? Don't go to the basement, you idiot. They should have turned the Colts logo over when their last good quarterback left because since then, all of the luck has run out. You see what I did there? That's probably been done, right? I don't know. That's a joke I was excited about for one second. And I was like, somebody wrote this. Somebody has done a version of this joke. Um, the Broncos say they're going to be aggressive in their head coach hire. They were aggressive last year, and their quarterback hire didn't really – maybe aggressive is not the right way to go. Maybe careful or smart might be a better way to go. Maybe that's how you want to – the Broncos are consulting Condoleezza Rice. Let me guess. She recommends a tax cut for Russell Wilson to stimulate the offense. He's only got 12 bathrooms in his house. <laughs> he probably needs a tax cut. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett, first NFL coach, not the first, the fifth NFL coach in NFL history to be fired before the end of his first season. Tough pull getting fired so quickly when your last name literally means can do the job. Hackett? He's Hackett. The fucking Falcons won. Of course they did. Ugh.
<laughs> They're eliminated from the playoffs. Now they can only hurt their draft position. 57-yard field goal, good. Do they not understand basic strategy? They're, this team tanks when they're trying to win and win when they're trying to tank. Just get it. You got to go back to Dukakis to see a tank fuck up this bad. What are they doing? All right, that's enough jokes. Let's close on a let's close on a Tom Brady joke. Tampa Bay uh, quarterback Blaine Gabbard and his brother used jet skis to rescue victims of a helicopter crash. That's the kind of thing usually first stringer Tom Brady would do, but he lost his jet skis in the divorce. Good night, everybody. All right, let's get Andreas in here. You know him, you love him. He's my bro. He's great. He knows football. He's funny. He's lovable. He survived cancer. He's got a great family. He's a good person. He likes soccer. He also rich for the Bulldogs. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Andreas Economopoulos. Hey, bro. What an intro. Thanks, yeah, man. A lot of hand, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I missed the beginning of the show, but it sounds like Buff Bagwell stole your laptop and is going to sit with your friends at the game while you wait outside. Is that what, is that what I heard? Oh, God, that's a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no, please I mean, listen he, back. He is, he is making more per cameo, so I guess he's got <laughs> That's hilarious. I would have changed mine to 51 just to spite him. <laughs> Oh. Do people know who that is? Is he a famous enough character anymore? You know, I, I have some WWE or WWF or whatever. It was. I wasn't a wrestling guy. But, uh, yeah, he got really famous really fast, and then he got hurt. He fell from some rope and broke his back and had some. And then later on in life was on Showtime's Gigolo. There's like a – Yes. Yeah, yes. he was like on a reality show for Gigolos, which is bizarre in itself. But <laughs> – I don't, I mean, I never went to school with him, but uh, the McDonald's story from the, it just, it still cracks me up thinking about it from when he was mean to you. He <laughs> <laughs> was so awful. <laughs> I so, don't say that about anybody. I mean, even people who are kind of a dick to me, I wouldn't say publicly like that guy's an asshole, but that one, man, he was just such an asshole. <laughs> I, I mean, it, steroids will do that to you, right? <laughs> yes. He, de he definitely had the Barry Bonds thing where like when I knew him as a sophomore in high school, he was like this, he was a handsome, rich kid. He was always wearing like polo shirts and new clothes all the time, but he was skinny. He was like a little skinny kid. And then <laughs> over the course of the next year, he turned into like the, like a like a gym rat guy, like <laughs> cartoonishly. It literally is like the Barry Bonds photo that they always show, like the two before and after. <laughs> that was back yeah. in the uh, late '80s, right? You can get the old yeah. school steroid shot right in the butt, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's probably exactly what was happening. Yeah, <laughs> there was a little group of them, but he was the ringleader, and he was he was the only one who was like. The other ones were, I, I hated them a little bit because they were rich and handsome, but he was like legit, like being mean to people. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I love that it still haunts you. Oh. <laughs> okay. So tips for the game. If you're going to yeah, go, talk to me, I was going to ask you, I would wait till the very, very end the night before start looking and do you have to sit with your friends or no? Well, that's what you did. You went by yourself. You had friends in the stadium, but they you had went by like, yourself. Yeah, they had fancy pants club seats, flew in, had this hotel, like everything booked out. I drove through the snow. Right. <laughs> and, and had a seat up in the, you know, where it's the seats are like this and you're losing oxygen fast. <laughs> right, um, right. But but we did all the we hung out for two and a half days before the game, did all the pregame stuff, which is everywhere. 
the stadium itself has tons of stuff around it. And then, uh, I mean, kind of sat outside their club section and, you know, continued to hang. And then right before the game took off and then just met them out. I mean, it was also, it was five degrees in Indy. So we weren't really hanging out outside the stadium afterwards, but you're going to be in a different spot for sure. Um, but I don't, you know, the, the ticket prices, people panic after, because I, I would have even waited more uh, if I wasn't in a different city. Like for you, you could literally wait till close to the end. And, well, especially um, if I if I decide it's okay to not go, then exactly. I literally have no. There's no pressure. Exactly. Yep. I, I I'm still surprised there's not, and there may be. I don't know if anyone will chime in. There may be some kind of last minute, uh, you know, ticket. Anna and I were looking at it on New Year's Eve because it was here in Atlanta, obviously, and on StubHub. All the way, I mean, it was a you know, the game started at eight, like on Saturday evening, and she she kept looking at it. And as of 7 p.m., those prices really hadn't dropped uh, very much at all. But there was another site that somebody was telling about where they they start reducing them dramatically as to not just get stuck holding a ticket at the end of it. You know, somebody's got a ticket listed for whatever 600 bucks, they, they want to get a hundred out of it or 200 or whatever, you right. Know? Now, in the modern world, I'm right in thinking yeah, they could transfer me a ticket and it gets into my phone. I mean, it could be middle of the first quarter. It still works, right? It still can be transferred quickly and done yeah. and boom. Yeah, absolutely. Which is always weird. There's still scalpers who are walking around with a sign. And I'm, is there anything less trustworthy than doing it electronically with a... <laughs> with the guy standing in the street. I don't I know, know how this guy survived. I have the same question. Can, is it, <laughs> what if I, what if, do you just not buy a paper ticket anymore? Cause I had a paper ticket to a thing. I just, I've been to recently. I, for what? I, I mean, I know like Falcons phased them out years ago because we used to send them in envelopes to clients. Like, you know, back when they were good, there were people, <laughs> people enjoyed you know what it was. It was, it was Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle. And oh, okay. it's because they were comped and it was some kind of a special weird little universe. Cause when oh, I yeah. gave them to the guy at the thing, he's like paper ticket. We don't see that much. He was kind of intrigued by it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, well, we had ticket, we had tickets for, uh, what's the, <laughs> what'd we go to the, uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, oh my yeah. For, uh, emo and emo. Uh, weird Al Yankovic. It's the longest day of my life. Yeah, we had to go get paper tickets in an envelope, right? <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. I mean, you. Ha- I, I mean, whatever. You don't have to go. There'll be that tailgate scene out so far. You just went again, so you could actually go play poker or you know stand outside and watch a TV. Somebody's got out there, you know. Some knucklehead's going to be there, not going to the game and have the game on. Oh, maybe a hundred percent. There's the yeah, there's a pile of people who do that. Yeah. Yeah, they get I all. Look, they get, I would be. I would be totally happy doing that. Yeah, I mean, instead of an eighteen dollars beer, it's thirty three cents. You know, <laughs> like it's right. <laughs> I'm warming up to this as the idea, is then I can go spend like four hours with Mike and Jeff and Meg, and they all have no. You know, they're done having kids, and they, you know, they've got deep pockets. They want to go to the game for sure. Yeah, I would yeah. like to go to the game, but I don't think it's worth. Eight hundred dollars. It just seems like a crazy number. Hey, you've already been to SoFi twice. They they have never been before. <laughs> well, that's the other, that's the other thing. One of my friends said, "I don't know these t- these seats are way in the boonies." Like, there's no bad seats at SoFi. You and I were there. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you're far away, but it's not like it's there's no pillars or anything weird. You don't feel like you're in a different planet. It's all really cozy. It's such a good place. And we didn't talk about this, but you lost the pool 
because you bet against the Rams on the game you went to, ding ling. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I actually I lost the, I I've changed every game that day. I never do that for exactly the reason that I now have to live with. But I literally changed I thought, okay, I have I have I I just I'm gonna just pick what I think is gonna happen instead of some strategic <laughs> bullshit. I was wrong all three times. I would have won the pool easily. I was so far ahead. <laughs> I blew it. <clears throat> um, you, you, go ahead. No, so so yeah, so I don't know. You went. Was it worth uh, all the hoopla to be in there and see it actually happen and the confetti and the thing and the? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. So actually, my seats were so bad that at halftime, I just gave up and wandered around and got all the way down because I was a single. So you can go, you can, people stop caring at, you know, an hour into the game. I mean, I wasn't sitting in a seat, but I didn't need to sit. So the very last play where we sacked Bryce for basically to seal it right after the uh, Ringo play um, was, I, I mean, I was like, you know, right in front of the whole thing on the floor, taping it. And then just wander right outside and kind of beat the crowd out to go because it was all like right there. Yeah, I mean it was cool, but again, I you know, I don't know. I mean, if you're making money playing poker or you know, but yeah, I think it's pretty. I think it's worth doing. But again, if you can get in for you know a couple hundred bucks, do it. And if it's more, fail. That's where I currently sit. I think that's the right answer for me. That's just that's just five four cameos. Am I pitching this now for the the (laughs) crowd? We need a GoFundMe cameo for. <laughs> <laughs> it's not charity. I'm going to say hi to your dad. Make fun of his team. It's, there you go. Uh... <laughs> oh, it's funny. We went to the Falcons game <laughs> yesterday, and you talk about a tale of like two environments, right? Because I mean, I wasn't there Saturday night, but I imagine. And then 12 hours later, I I can't believe what has to happen because the game ends <laughs> at midnight, right? They have to kick yeah, everybody it's, out. It's super late. And then the gates open at 11, so they have to spray paint the whole field, clean the whole thing, get all the confetti off the field, and then get ready at 11 a.m. for the Falcons game. How is that possible? They, there's a video of it. I actually watched the, the sped-up video of the crew. It's unbelievable. Now, Are they, they changing the grass? No. They're, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little golf cart. Well, many golf carts of spray paint guys that come, and they just, they're spraying everything back to green and then the lettering and do everything else. So they might fix some of the turf. I mean, again, it was sped up probably, I don't know, 50 fold or whatever. So just like little ants run around, but no, they didn't change the grass out. It's amazing. I actually heard Rich Eisen today talking about, he, he was describing, he, he thinks this was a major problem across America. He said he was, he, he was having a remote control problem because half of his family wanted to see the ball drop and the other half wanted to see the last <laughs> kick in the game. He goes, I'm telling you, his foot hit the ball at midnight on the East coast. Like he goes, it could, this was definitely a problem in households all over America. I, I, I was, I was mentioning that that's gotta be the first time. Cause usually the game wraps like last year, it wrapped 15, 20 minutes, but did the game just run long? Cause the start times are always the same, right? That's a good question. It wasn't an issue for me. Cause I was in central time, but I, it does seem like bad planning <laughs> to have right. the end of the biggest game in college football that weekend be when other when all the other things are happening. Yeah, yeah. Brad, Brad's Brad's uh, wife actually said, "Can we pause the game?" And he. Was oh, like, that's smart. That's like, we're not pausing the game. Yeah, because immediately that's you're getting a good answer. You can't getting, pause the drop, ba- drop, ball drop. You know, but you're, you're getting twenty-seven <laughs> hell yeah texts. All like, oh, that's true. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I, I needed my cell phone on in my pocket during the show. And I'm on the thread with all these knuckleheads. <laughs> and I knew I was, my phone, my pocket was going to be vibrating the whole night. But I, <laughs> but I wouldn't know if it was good or bad. Right. right? That's right. Yeah. Because yeah. you get the same number of those motherfuckers or, you know, that's <laughs> bullshit. That was definitely a sack or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and it was funny because of the Falcons game, like Koo had the game winning kick, like, you know, 12 hours after the Ohio State kicker just shanked it. <laughs> oh. So great. Oh. <laughs> that quarterback, though, he he definitely made some money last night, His, two nights ago. Okay, so you're the Texans, because it was kind of penciled in as Bryce being the number one pick. I i don't know anymore, because Bryce is undersized. Bryce has all the intangibles. I was just going to say, yeah. But he's, but he's smaller, right? And C.J. Right. Stroud has mm -hmm. a good – sad story growing up and man he sure looked the part and it's funny because in the sleeper our our dynasty first year dynasty which i guess chambers is that one that's one still up for air right yeah it's uh comes chambers down to and, t higgins right yeah that's right because amon Ra didn't quite blow up but um but yeah they they had um i lost my train of thought no oh. The quarterback. Who are you picking if you're the Texans? Oh yeah, I think I think I probably still take Bryce, but C.J. Stroud definitely. Oh, I know what it was. I finished last in the dynasty league, and the whole time I I forgot that Marvin Harrison Jr. was not eligible for the draft yet because I thought to myself I'll take him, keep him for twelve years. <laughs> it's crazy. He had 110 yards in the first half against Georgia's defense. The guys, Trade with me. I want Bijan Robinson. I don't want a fucking wide receiver and the number one overall pick. Let's all talk. Right. All right, we'll talk offline. <laughs> Have, have your people contact my people about trades. <laughs> it's Kiki, right? That's your agent. I'll get Kiki. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, th those quarterbacks are going to be rich men soon. Yeah, they look good, man. All right. So you you have a weird knack for this. You called it the year the Bucks won with Brady. Uh, like when they were one of like eight teams that were kind of like could win mm -hmm. there's probably eight teams we could name right now that could win who who you like you're good at this game uh underdog chargers but fun most fun to watch most fun that was the form. image in my head when i was asking you the question yeah the problem is the afc because they're going to be you know they're the wild card so you have to go on the road and beat casey and then Buffalo, like, and then Buffalo, right? Yeah, yeah like, right. <laughs> you know, and I what? So tonight's game means basic. So basically, right now, you know, Casey's back in the one spot only because Buffalo hasn't played the game, but Buffalo owns a tiebreaker. So tonight it's Cincy Buffalo, uh, Buffalo's favorite two and a half. So game's huge. It's huge for for both teams because I Casey's they've had they've had home field for the AFC division or for the um champion afc championship what the last four four or five years it's gone hmm. to kc every every year right i don't know if that's right they've been good every year they have they've been i can't think they have one weird dip year where they didn't i think they have been yeah i think you're right so you know it'll be tough for them to go to so buffalo needs to win tonight and then the crazy thing is new england can if they beat buffalo next week can sneak in right which is I can't believe New England's actually a thing again. I can't believe they're a thing at all. <clears throat> they leapfrog Miami. What the, what the hell's going on? <clears throat> they're they're a disaster, though. You can't. I mean, 
to it. You can't. Yeah, it's just crazy what a difference what a month makes. You know, Tua had the most Pro Bowl votes for the entire season a month ago, and now can't get on the field. So, and that's the other reason these undersized quarterbacks are going to, you know, a little bit uh, probably not wanting to pull the trigger because now we it's been proven, right? Is there one undersized quarterback who's good anymore now that Russell's not good? <laughs> yeah, the two the two famous short guys had a tough year, Russell and uh, what's his name Arizona. What's Mike Murray? Kyle yeah, Murray. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, but that's not that's an outlier, right? That they both just had. To, I mean, they've been two of the best for years. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I yeah, I, I do think Bryce Young will be a star, and he's a good good person. All the that's the that's one thing that these first one and two picks seem like nice people so far. We don't know because that, you know, they'll drag out the skeletons in the closet during the scouting process. I'm sure for a lot of these guys yeah. and they haven't done the combine stuff because the Kentucky quarterbacks getting all this praise now uh, and talking about him being a top 10 pick there's it's, it's we'll see. And then, you know, USC lost Falcon style lost today. I don't know if you saw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. <clears throat> So, but this, this championship has two of the least quarterback looking quarterbacks in the history of <laughs> football. Neither one of these guys passes the eyeball test for a quarterback. They don't look like quarterbacks at all. No. And both were invited to the Heisman. It was super cool. I mean, Max. Are has they a, either one of them going to make money on Sundays? Stetson won't. I don't think he'll, he'll be worse than Jake Fromm, who's out of the league already, you know? Jake was a backup briefly and then was on a practice squad. I think last year was his last year. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't think dumb text. Yeah. Right. I don't think, I mean, Stetson doesn't have the measurables uh, as far as physically, obviously, you know, everything else is there. He's also the scouts care how old you are. You know, he's 25. So it's not like you're not going to bulk up a lot from the time he's, you know, cause once he hits 30, you're done. Right. He's already yeah. a grown up. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't think I, Max will get drafted by like third round for really. I mean, look, he looks even less like a quarterback. I, I haven't read what they're, what they're talking about him. <laughs> Somebody will take a flyer on him as my guess because he's kind of the what they always talk about the gritty, you know, like he's scrappy man. I got, mm -hmm. I give him that. Yeah, I agree. Has there ever been a spread this big in a championship game? It's I, 13? I, I can't believe it opened that high. I, <laughs> In Saturday's game, I told I told my friends I was staying away from. I didn't like, even though six didn't seem like a lot. I just had a bad feeling. I had a bad feeling Ohio State was going to put up some points. And and uh, that TCU game was wild to watch too. That was just a bananas back and forth, crazy. I'm it's exciting for them. They were they what they say they were two hundred to one to even make the the final four before the season started. That's that's like wow. The, is yeah. that right? Mm -hmm. They were unranked. I I keep seeing that stat right. Yep. All so right, let's, let's let's skip because we're on the subject. This will be fun. You probably saw it, but just in case you did. All right, all right, kids. Put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. In the history of the college football playoff, 20 times a team has been down by at least 14 points in the fourth quarter. Hmm. How many times has that team come back to win that game? Oh, wow. 20 times it's happened in the okay. relatively short history of the CFP. Hmm. Gosh, it can't be many, right? 
was Vince Young and that crew down. Let's see. I'm trying to think of the epic comeback stories. And we didn't have DFP then, right? That's oh, no. Wait. Wait. College football get... playoff. Right. But that hasn't been around 20 years. Oh, you're talking 20 times. 20. Okay. And, okay. And whatever the number of years is, I don't know. Oh, if I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. 12. Oh, I don't. Uh, two. I have, I have no clue, but it's got to be low, right? It is one, and it happened two days ago. Once, what? 19 other times, the team a team was down by 14 in the fourth quarter, lost the game. It's only happened once in the history of the college football playoff, and Georgia did it this week. Wow, okay. All right, nice. Pretty cool stat, right? That's super cool. One in 19. How about them dogs? <laughs> now, just for the record, I don't, my friends hate me for even still arguing this, but if Georgia was playing Alabama in this game, it wouldn't be a 13-point spread. Why is Alabama no. not not in the college football playoff? Well, they lost twice. I mean, TCU lost in overtime. So it's you have to have some, even though you kind of down deep know that Alabama would be a tougher game, you have to – you can't give a team that lost twice. Now, both losses were like last right. second. Yeah, Fluky end of the thing, injured quarterback, all the other stuff. I just like we, uh, maybe somebody needs to sit me down and tell me how it works because to me the reason you have a committee is so that you can put exceptions like Alabama back in even if they lose twice because it's you're trying to pick the four best teams instead of have some just whatever numbers are game that's the reason you have a human element, because otherwise there would just be there would be some Cincinnati every year that really shouldn't be in there, you know, because they won because they're twelve and zero against nobody, right? Yeah, I mean, but now the argument TCU won on top of all this. If they yes, get lost, and now lost, they lost right, 50, right. So you can't. I mean, I, this is all going to be solved. That's why they're exp expanding it. So it's going to be twelve teams two years from now. So you won't have to worry about it again. And I don't, right. I'm not sure what happens if the I don't know if the top four get buys. I'm not sure how they're doing. Yeah, is that what it is five, five plays twelve? Yeah, I guess? yeah, yeah. So one through four sit, and then eight teams play down to four, and then it's a tournament. Okay, right. Which I yeah. I have mixed feelings about. It's going to be a lot of football. Kind of like that. Yeah, that's a lot of teams. I don't know that you needed to go to twelve to solve the issue, but um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> eight would have been just fine. But yeah, when we first, when they first started the CFP, LSU had two losses and snuck in and won the whole thing. So it's possible. It's just you know, I think I think with a with a school like TCU, I mean, again, they won and they beat a team that beat the living snot out of Ohio State at in Ohio State three weeks ago. You know, so it's pretty. I agree. That's a good pretty, point. Pretty That's impressive. a good argument. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, it doesn't matter how many teams there are. There's always going to be the, well, X got snubbed because, you know, they still do it in, in NCAA basketball. There's, how many? Is it 68 teams? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You're like, we were definitely top 68. Come fuck yourself. <laughs> if you're not in the top 60, you're not making it to the finals. Stop it already. <laughs> we're going to have the same. And it's going to be TCU. It's going to be 13th. And they're going to be like, no, nah, man. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, I didn't even think of one yet, but I'm going to make you go first and figure it out. You're thinking. I see you thinking.
I am going to go and stick with the Chargers theme. Oh, okay. And go with Austin Eckler, one of my favorite humans. He's great. 120 plus yards, two scores. Was he undrafted? There was some stat about him too. He's used to work out gym. Yeah, he definitely doesn't have the measurables. He's a little guy. That's where that's where my uh, taps in the back are going this week. Nice. I'll I'll accept that. I just a couple days ago, I was I was talking about being at the NFL at the Super Bowl stuff last year, and he was he was my favorite interview. He, he could he could be a CEO of a thing. He's just that smart and easy to talk to, and diplomatic and thoughtful. Oh, really? It was and nice. Present. Nice guy. You know, some oh. of these guys are kind of you can see they're kind of mailing it in. He was right there and in it and interested and like you know, kind to strangers. He was like mm. all the things. He was really impressive and handsome. And you, you know, when you're talking to him, you're like, yeah, oh, I just want to listen to him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> How tall he is was, he compared to you? What are you, your six one? He's, he is noticeably short for an athlete, especially okay. when you, when you're in a, in a room interviewing all the other guys. Right. And some of them are giants. Najee Harris was impressive too, but he looks like a, he looks the part. Like he is a big dude. Did you see last night, the end of the game, to keep Pittsburgh alive? Najee snuck out the last play of the game. Kenny Pickett to Najee. Najee snuck out on a little accelerated screen, and Pickett put it perfect to beat the Ravens. That was that was actually quite impressive. I'm not sure. I didn't even look at the pool who you picked, but I didn't see that. My laptop was on an airplane at LAX <laughs> all night. I bet Buff Bagwell saw the play. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably got a giant fucking television wherever he is. <laughs> he's in debt, but he's got a big ass TV and a nice car. That's how he lives, hundred percent. And a nice tan, I'm sure. He's, he's tanned. That's right. He's got good pants. He's got a shirt he puts out to go out in. That fucking guy. <laughs> um. All right. I don't even like this team or their quarterback, but. You got to hand it to the Packers. They were dead, man. They were left for dead. And somehow they control their own destiny. Some of these other teams that are quite good can win and still not make it in, including the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. But if the if the Packers win, they're in. All they have to do is win five games and they're Super Bowl champions. <laughs> How is that possible? They <clears throat> were so toast. I, I don't I they were one of my dark horses at the beginning of the year. In fact, I had a side bet with a friend. I think I took the over at 12 and a half wins, something giant. And I was trying to explain that they have really good defense and they run the ball. They can run the ball. They're not gonna need Aaron to go crazy. I don't know what happened at the beginning of this year. And I'm not a big Rogers fan, obviously, but um yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You get AJ Dillon cooking with um with what's his face. What's the uh, P- PPR monster? Yeah, which I always in my brain keep thinking he's old, but he's yeah, still Aaron Jones. You know, yeah, he's still, still he's very still good. It out. Yeah, he did. He didn't make the playoffs in, on my team, but he did his best. <laughs> <laughs> I think of all the people who Justin Jefferson took to their fantasy Super Bowls, uh, and, and they had one catch yesterday. <laughs> Andy Merriman in our league. Yeah, <laughs> but Andy Merriman won the all pro lines league with almost 200 points. He had 199 and change to win the Super Bowl. And I think it was the second highest point scored all season by a 16 team league. 
Oh, wow. In a Super Bowl. That's pretty fun, right? Is it, was it Mike Evans, I imagine, was on his team? <clears throat> yes. Yeah. I mean, that, that got destroyed. Yeah, in yeah he had all the – he had all those guys. Yeah. 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 So, so I guess for that reason, I can't root for Andy tonight. Sorry, buddy. I got to – you share the wealth. We can't have you win in two leagues. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Although, just so you know, barring some really weird thing tonight, I'm 98% to win the Super Bowl against Jeff Drake tonight in my home league. Oh, sweet. It's the only one I made it to a final. Five leagues. Blah. Is it this enough, one. So this enough to good. buy a ticket to the championship game? The oh. prize money? No, not really. Not, this, not these prices. <laughs> <laughs> but it's enough to get me drunk on the streets of LA during the game. <laughs> hang out, hang out with my new friends in their red sweaters and black polyester pants. <laughs> you gotta find the guy in your in your apartment complex, the uh the Rams Georgia fan that we met. We were walking. Oh, the through. gay couple with yeah. the rainbow flag and the Georgia flag. Yeah. I'm Completely forgot about those guys. That would be hilarious to watch the game with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the smallest demo in the world. Uh, fans, <laughs> they're into it. Um, all right, let's. Uh, I haven't I haven't completely hashed out this question either, but you and I can make it work and have a short conversation about. It. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. All right, uh, Falcons playoff win versus some of the other kind of teams that are struggling now, like Bears. Is it going to be a Falcons playoff win before a Bears playoff win? Mm. Any of those kind of teams. There's a few of them that they've got some hope. They're getting it together, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be next year. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd take the Bears playoff win first. You have Justin Fields you're building with. So the cap space, I think I told you last time, was like Bears number one in cap space, Falcons number two. Oh, I didn't Oh, I, don't, I didn't retain that. You might have told me. Yeah, because they dumped Roquan and um, what's his face, the other defensive monster that uh, – Yeah, he's, he's in the charger now. Yeah, right, exactly. So they freed up a ton of space. You know, they need a lot of help, though, instead of the Falcons, but – I think I called it with my friends that New Year Falcons sneak into the playoffs in the fall this year. That's my call. <laughs> but they're not oh, going to win. 2023. There's the yes. new year. I can now hear what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, I mean right. the, the Falcons are undefeated in 23. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> we had the fourth. We had the fourth string quarterback yesterday, and <laughs> playing against the fourth string quarterback. It was David Blau, the guy who played for. I, guess I remember Blau. He was yeah. a lion. Yeah, that's right. And it's funny because the worst pros are better than most any college guys you watch. Like we were Aiden and I were watching one, oh, sure. and then you watch a guy run like a little, you know, an out route. This is a guy that no NFL team wants, and he puts it on a rope, right where you know, and the guy yeah. touches, and you're like, wait, why isn't he? playing in the NFL more and then he does a couple stupid things, but then it's, you never see the, the college fools. We've seen some really good quarterback play in college lately, but you just turn on a normal college game. You can't compare them at all. It's just so right. different. That is a great point. Cause when you think about it, it's ultimately it's 32 guys who have starting jobs on any one week in the NFL. That's a tiny number of the dream chasers in the world. 
I mean, those guys are really good at what they do. Even the ones that you end up yelling at, you suck. They really don't <laughs> suck. Right. They're really pretty good. They're having a bad day. And uh, they're not maybe as good as number two or number one, <laughs> who they invariably get compared to. Yeah. And the, and even the, the name any top 10 quarterback in the NFL, and they've had really, really awful bad weeks. I mean, yeah, other than even Mahomes didn't look great yesterday, right? I mean, yep. you have, you know, but but take the number 10th quarterback and he has plenty of awful games. It's crazy, like how, you know, they're just normal people, even the superstars. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But tonight, tonight we get to see what they're, that's the two of the top four in the league, right? Tonight? For sure. Two of the top two. Two of the top three. <laughs> no, Mahomes, no. Mahomes, <laughs> Allen, Burrow, right? Totally. No, I, I, the, the top two, I think are very clear after that. You can debate who's, who else would be number three. Mariota. I guess this year, a lot of the, a lot of the guys that you would put third had tough years, right? The chargers quarterback had a Herbert didn't look as good as we thought he would. Lamar Jackson faded a little bit. I think Herbert's like his trajectory is unbelievable. He's but but the first two years were skyrocket ship, and this year was like flat, maybe down yeah. a notch. Well, he got he got his ribs snapped, and then mm-hmm. he had like a month to come back from a rib injury. But yeah, you're right. And he's six foot I'm six. A, I'm okay with Burrow third, I guess, because a couple of the other guys have had you know, and also um, what's his name, Kyler Murray's down. He he would be in the conversation most years, the last few years. Not for you. I you don't. You don't no. like him, but that's you just biased because you don't like him. Yeah, I don't I like Buff Bagwell, but I could admit he was one of the greats. <laughs> I would have never. I would have never signed Kyler to that deal they did. I. I mean, it's like he put your feet to the fire, you buckled and caved, and now he probably won't even be ready at the beginning of the next season. And the coach is on the hot seat. Like it's as soon as all that happened and they got in bed with each other, it's done. You you put your franchise back a decade because they're stuck with them now. But you can't blame him for they. They can't predict an injury. That's you know. You can I, predict his crappy attitude and can't win when it matters at the end of every season. Totally and, fair. You know, and he was on his rookie deal. Like there's no reason like Josh Allen, you sign a year early because you're underpaying for what would be the future value. Right. But a guy like Kyler, who's what did he do? He pulled a Julio and got rid of all his social media and wouldn't talk to anybody until he got signed. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I agree with you. You're right. I, I, I was pushing back to play devil's advocate. <laughs> I didn't watch the uh, was the in season um, the hard knocks. I didn't see any of it because that was the cards. Did you get to watch it at all? I haven't watched it at all this year, and I'm dumb. I should. I, I like that show. I like that idea. I, I didn't see it because maybe he's more mature, like behind the scenes, than I'm giving him credit for. I don't know. That's interesting. That'd be. Good. I would be interested to know. <clears throat> they're so dysfunctional. It'd be fun to watch it during the season. I don't know why I haven't seen that either. I just I totally forgot about it. All right, I'm checking in. Uh... <laughs> oh, there's a note from you. Please, no singing. Hilarious. When did you type that in? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wait, what's Chambers saying? Atlanta. I'm getting. Wait, we're getting flack on Atlanta. Twenty three is pretty high for Russell Wilson. Chambers said. <laughs> Jerry Oliver. See, this is this is what happens when you do when you do your jokes to your hardcore fans. They remember that you tweaked them from the original version. 
Jerry said he thought it was the 19th best. It was. I changed it because it seems like a better fit now, Jerry. You see, <laughs> the jokes grow and you try to. <laughs> Those guys seem worse now in retrospect. <laughs> Glenn Grizzard's in here. What's up, buddy? We were going to have, uh, we talked about having Glenn, but he's not feeling well. So get better, buddy. We'll get you back on some point. He's still hung over. That game is Saturday. <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> So uh, as the Vite, I heard somebody on the radio on, on the fantasy channel say the Vikings are the worst 12 and four team in the history of sports. I heard him say that today too. <laughs> it was Jeff Mance. Yeah. That's funny. Is that true? <laughs> That's just, I, I'm sorry, Ron, if you're watching. Um, it's never happened that a 12 and four team has been outscored by their opponents. That's a crazy stat. That's one of the craziest stats I've ever heard. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, because that's right. Because they got blown out. They took it on the chin with the Cowboys. And then yesterday, and then they because they're they? eleven and zero in one score games. Wow! And then they had two blowouts, at least two, right? Mm. Well, depending on how you count the halves of the Colts game. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right, I, I've got a question for you. All right, playoffs start today. What's the line on the Cowboys at Tampa? What does that open at? Oh, eight and a half. Okay. Wow. Even I, I, after think they're, I think they're huge favorites. Okay. Am even after Tampa looked even. Yeah, because bit. they've looked bad the whole year. Right. Right. I, yeah. The Cowboys are a complete team, man. Tampa's like, you're, you get as far as you get the Tom Brady wince and focus. You know, you could beat anybody right. for two minutes, but what about the rest of the game? Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady has been so bad this year that this entire week, Josh Kowal was in a, uh, a fantasy championship and had a three-man text thread debating Brady versus Minshew for a week. <laughs> versus, for a week and started Minshew. Oh, tough draw. Yep. And then oh. Mike Evans scored three times. I was at the game, and I'm getting these texts from Josh going, I hate everybody. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> I played against Minshew and something. I guess it was, I think it's the third place game playing Randy Huff in the all pro lines. League. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's awful by the way. He's terrible. What, where is he ranked? Where do you, where do you rank him? He's one of the best backups. So he's, he's like the 40th best in the world at something. He's like 194. Come on. <laughs> he's so take away his quirky little, he's just, <laughs> You hear them talking about him and they're they're right. Like he's not a short guy, but his like arm angles and everything, he's like he throws so low and these linemen are it just it's he definitely again, doesn't look the part either. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Minshew mania. But it is funny that that's that's how big a drop off there is from the tenth best to the forty fifth best, whatever that is, you know. It's huge. How right. could it be huge with that? I mean I still, I think about it all the time. One time, like 15 years ago, it was a weird connection. And I went to a Colts training camp thing and watching the ones, and then they rotate them out. It's Peyton Manning throwing the ball to, uh, what was the, Reggie, 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 Reggie Wayne. Wayne, Reggie Wayne. Every single throw is thunk and every single catch is thunk, thunk, thunk. They <laughs> rotate them out. The, the the twos go in. These are not the fives. These are the twos. <laughs> and it's like throw is way off. Doesn't get the, the, the catch goes bouncing off the hands. It's amazing the drop off from ones to twos. It's astounding. 
it actually surprises me. Yeah, that does surprise me. Is it like that? Another is the best doctor. I it's the, a great question. Brain surgeon. There's you know a hundred brain surgeons. I guess there's these crazy machines that only care about the one thing. Do these people suck at that being dads and stuff? Are they are they just complete robots? <laughs> you can ask Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Are they terrible friends and husbands? What, like, yeah. Am I, think, I, I think am so. I overemphasizing that as a thing? Like, I don't know that they, you would say they're terrible, but you know, like you think about the Lance Armstrong documentaries and all. When you watch, like, your life is so consumed by that one thing that you don't you you have to be selfish in your in your ways of life, right? Constantly. I think that's true. Like even. Even like the nicest guy, like Tom Hanks' son is mad about it all. You know, like my dad wasn't around, you know, like, yeah, he was fucking busy. <laughs> he was fucking gone the whole time. Well, he was in a plane crash on an island and then he, <laughs> yeah, and then he had AIDS and yeah, cut him some slack. Oh, yeah. He's had a tough run. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny that he had AIDS. <laughs> I guess that was first. The AIDS was earlier, yeah. He, then he was <laughs> cured of AIDS. Then the island. Oh, tough. Yeah, tough I think going. it went Zoltar machine to be to get. Then he got big stuck and... in an airport. Yeah, <laughs> that <a> tough. <laughs> that, this would be a fun game. If I knew movies better, we could do twenty of these. <laughs> That's a really funny premise. Uh, all right, man. We're out of time. It's good to talk to you. This is, I wish, we should have. I should have you on more, so I can hang out with you. It's good to talk to you, bro. I know. I'm going to see, talk to you, bro. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, man. All right. So tonight, who'd you take? Not for the pool, but just who, who do you have tonight? I mean, I the the spread's like one and a half or something. These mm -hmm. games are so could go either way. Burrow strikes me as like maybe in a couple years he's going to be good all of the games. But right now, like he can have a bad game. Mm -hmm. So I think it, but he could also have a five touchdown game. Wouldn't shock anybody. He's a, right. he's a monster. So I think it comes down to which burrow you get. Yeah. I, I think I'm picking Buffalo if I had to bet on it. But I took, a, I took Buffalo minus two and a half. The, my only Buffalo's only weakness is stopping the run. And I don't know if they get mixing cooking, but some of the, the only teams that have given them a hard time is, is, jamming up the middle over and over again oh i'm i'm on doing your underdog so i got my little match and tonight's easy money for you bro okay i'm listening <clears throat> i got over 0.5 touchdowns for jamar couple that up with a digs higher than six receptions well that seems like a win <laughs> the, the one that got me though when it says higher than six because it's happened last week and i'm like sweet six for a different player <laughs> nope the other underdog bet i like is three of those because it pays six to one yep that's what i got higher than <laughs> on the other side yards for mixing and then on the other side three things only pays five to one so this one's even better because it's an eight to one thing so the vig is smaller pays six to one right for what monkey knife fight Yes, monkey knife fight pays five to one on three yeah, coin you're flips. Right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, this one pays six to one. So I like to bet three. Of course, I haven't won one yet, but I've only done two or three of them. Um, I feel like they they won't let you pick the same. Like you can't pick a couple of things on one player. No, it won't. It's, only, it's only one, and you also have to pick on from two different teams. Right, but you yeah. can pick. 
like the quarterback to have a lot of yards and the number one receiver to have a lot of yards, which is sort of correlated. Right. I yep. feel like that's a little bit of a stacking player's up. edge. You do a little mm-hmm. stacking or the under, if you're, they're both under, they both have a bad day. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm still exploring. Uh, yeah. You can go to uh underdogfantasy.com and chime in now that real fantasy football, traditional fantasy football is over. Uh, I'll be doing a lot more of this kind of stuff in the next few weeks. It's fun. The playoffs it's fun with, especially with, uh, what I call Island games. There's just one game Monday night, Sunday mm-hmm. night, Saturday night. We got two Saturday games. We got a Sunday night game that was flex. Looks like it's going to be Packers Vikings. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not Vikings, Packers Lions, uh, Lions. Yep. Packers Lions. That's right. Lots of good football left to be enjoyed. Good to talk to you, bro. Thanks you for too. listening, everybody. Thanks for chiming in, you folks who are live here on the thing. We appreciate you. Good luck with all of your fantasy implications and all the things. And our mom says, good night, boys. Fun Aww. to see you. That's a good closer. Well Happy done. Happy New mom. Year, everybody. Happy Go New Dogs. Year, everybody. We'll see you. Wait, I didn't play the music on the perfect chai. Hold on. I got to play the music. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha.